One Man Revolution, Volume 4, Episode 74. We're back again, back on a Friday night, live from all over, including the bunker. It's the One Man Revolution Podcast. I am your host, the Revolutionary, and I'm joined by... The Comrade. And... The Canadian. And... The Thespian. The Thespian. And... The Artist. There it is. Everybody's here. Fantastic. Well, it has been some number of days, just seven more than last week. How many is that? 521. 521 days. Uh, since the current administration has taken charge. And damn it if they didn't do anything about what happened this week. Oh man! Oh, he's he's pouring a Guinness. Sigh moment. Is that the yes? The, the saw. Yeah, and oh, there goes the informant again. Yeah. Um, High and by. At least at least he has pants on. That's all I have to say. <laughs> um, yeah, it has been one hell of a week. There's been a lot of uh, a lot of Supreme Court decisions, a lot of news out of here and there, and and it's just. I don't know, friends. I'm I'm kind of beaten down. Uh, I I'm I'm not currently in the country, and uh, the peanut gallery is with me. And currently, uh, we have more rights, and she has more rights than you do. Yep. <laughs> As uh, Yeah. Um, and we're gonna pass back through uh, a country that's mostly Catholic, that also has more rights than American women do. And you'd be shocked. <laughs> well, they, right? they, they went through this themselves and then realized that it's barbaric mm. and changed, changed the Constitution, changed the law. Say, no, yeah. this, is not, this is not okay. So, yeah. so we can put a timestamp on exactly what we're all talking about here today. The Supreme Court's announcement on Roe versus Wade was officially... Over, has officially overturned his 1973 decision to say that and, no, there is no federal protection for your right to an abortion. And yeah. can I just say, Bacalito, because he was like, oh, that doesn't mean any what you think it means. That's just a draft. You can't say that it's a, and it's exactly what it meant. Yeah, yeah. And what what a what a dickweed. Well, you can also say to the four people that were interviewed by when they were getting the job who all said that right. it was, oh, it's all, it's settled law. Yeah, uh, it should all be brought law. up on, yeah, should yeah. all be brought up on perjury charges. Well, they said, well, settled law doesn't apply in this case. So right. What? Why, why, yeah. why not? Well, the yeah. good news so, is uh, uh, Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas has Thomas has also stated that, well, since we've done this, we need to look at contraceptive access, yeah. gay marriage, take away rights of black thing. people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Oh. That one he he wanted to leave. That one out. Uh, he also was racial marriage. 
You forgot. Yeah, the, yeah I was wondering where he where he yeah. he specifically um like what his what his position is on interracial marriage. Uh, you know, I wonder what Bent pegged. pegged. <laughs> yeah, that's actually illegal in some places. <laughs> yeah, and it can be now. Yeah, it can be now. So yeah, and and that's not the only thing that happened. I mean, this week gun rights were given more rights. Guns themselves were given more rights and than women. Yeah. That basically, the, in, in a statement, uh, in a case in New York, where someone wanted to carry a gun, and the city of New York says you can't do it, with, you, you, know, it, it you have to go through a whole bunch of stuff, they took it all the way to the Supreme Court, and guns are now uh, across the entire United States. Uh, it's now, it, it, it was taken away from the state and given to the federal government the right, ability to, to carry a guns. handgun. Yeah. Funny how that works. To, to regulate yeah. concealed carry. Yeah. yeah, to regulate concealed carry. States' yeah. rights, except when we don't yeah. want them to be. Yeah. And Not then... Sure. What was the yeah. library? Not those state rights. Right. right. And then immediately the next day, the ruling is given out saying, well, um, this is, some, you know, the, the idea of, of abortion is such a complex issue that it should go to the states. Right. You know, so to me, the, the court's talking out of both sides of their mouths and they're doing it now here in June of 2022, just to timestamp it also. Uh, months ahead of primaries, months ahead of elections. And the backlash has already started. Well, the Democrats didn't do anything to stop mm -hmm. this. The Democrats are at fault here. And I've heard it from dyed-in-the-wool progressives. I've heard it from dyed-in-the-wool liberals that this backlash is all going directly to that. And Canadian, you may get your wish because the only thing that, can, that, that, that needs to be done is the removal of the filibuster. Right. Um, the, uh, you know, the Democrats in the Senate ramming through uh, a couple of bills, uh, you know, on on 51, 51.50, but we won't get that because of Mansion and Cinema. Right. Um, but it, that's the you may get your wish if we can get a couple of senators swapped yeah. over, you know, in the twenty twenty two elections. Yeah, and also if, if if maybe maybe people realize that this is a serious game, right? That that. So, so there were there were there were three decisions. This four decisions this week actually that are extremely consequential to to the U.S. and to to everybody in the U.S. The first one we just talked about is is abortion, um, gun rights. There is it's now under certain circumstances okay to give public money to religious schools regardless of what yeah. they teach. Yep. And the, the last one is that it is okay to pass a rule that applies to everybody that actually discriminates against a particular class. Yeah. So, so the old sodomy law thing is back, is back in business again because yeah. they, they passed a decision. It was about, not about that, it was about dialysis and how someone's one insurance company or one set of insurance companies was not covering dialysis because if they don't cover it, the federal government pays for it. Everybody gets that as part of Medicare. 
but they're supposed to cover it. And by not covering it, they're essentially telling people, we don't cover people with this pre-existing condition of having renal disease because dialysis and renal disease are pretty much one-to-one. So by saying, oh no, we're just not gonna cover dialysis, um, they are essentially discriminating against everybody in that class with renal disease. And, and they said, yeah, it's okay. You applied to everybody, it's fine. And so yeah. now if you apply to everybody, it's fine, which is not the way it needs to be. They've sort of undone that precedent. Well, and then getting rid of the Fourth Amendment, basically, right. uh, la- a couple of weeks ago, uh, getting rid of Miranda yeah. Uh, and yeah, the interpretation of Miranda was also in there in this past week. You know, they are dismantling, they're doing exactly what they were designed to do. They are dismantling the justice system in the United States and they're dismantling the rights. Go back to the Miranda thing. Like they took away saying your Miranda rights. So there was a case uh, where a police officer did not uh, Mirandize someone uh, properly. Uh, they're not saying that, that they can throw out that the, basically, if you're not Mirandized, they can throw out, you know, they, 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 all the evidence that is taken after that can be thrown out. Uh, what they're saying is, is that you should already know your rights. Right. That's what basically what they said. So you can't go after the, so you can't go after the police officer any longer. Go ahead, comrade. I was going to say, but that that's always been the status of the, 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 the modus operandi of the justice system in America ignorance of the law is not savior from the law right so if you don't know what laws you're breaking you're still very guilty of breaking them uh right. and, and, and as such with the miranda rights like just because you don't know them doesn't mean they don't apply to you but they've been gutted now thanks but, to this but the, the point is that not that because the police officers are in in positions of authority right they need to inform you that they you do not have to answer their question Otherwise, people people will not potentially remember that they don't have to answer the question. It already happens anyway. Right? right. Pe- pe- people get confused and scared and shaken, and they answer when they shouldn't. And this just this just codifies it that they don't have to t- actually tell you that before they intimidate you. But they're codifying so, all of these things into more and more of a police state. Right. Oh, yeah. Basically, yeah. women cannot. You, your rights are gone. If you in this in this one section, your rights are gone. Your reproductive rights, your right to body autonomy, they're gone. Okay. I wonder where my red dress shows up. Um, if or, you, well, you know, I would only hope that if they're going, that they'll just like send them out like like COVID tests. Like what all if, we have to do is just sign like up. Prime delivery red dress. You know, <laughs> as long as it's in my size. Yeah, it, it's got to be my size with room to grow. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. with room to grow. Oh no. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Oh my God! Can you imagine what I would look like? I'm I'm thinking like I I would have like a giant drum shape. Yeah. Like, but but this is the problem. I want mine with like a slinky number with like a low cut V. Like, yeah. What are you in Star Trek? (laughs) Oh wait, Uh, the low cut. Oh no, wait! I can't wear one. It's illegal in Florida for me to. Anybody watch the the. The hearings, the congressional, whatever's January sixth. No, well, I, I'm I'm six hours away from being able to watch those things most of the time. The, so the, the last round, there were guys giving testimony, attorneys general and whatnot, but behind them 
was some guy in a suit and he had a Star Trek pin on. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, what's this about? Um, but apparently he's just wearing a Star Trek pin to the congressional <laughs> hearing. What he's doing is not violating the prime directive. Right. By the way, if you if you look <laughs> at my watch. Yeah. if you look at my image, it looks like I have devil horns. So mm-hmm. it, it does. does. It does. It does. Come at me, Christians. <laughs> so you know, so rights are being taken away, but they're give, being given to the police. They're being they're being given to the government. Uh, you know, the, the ability the ability for various states to now handle these women's rights. Uh, you know, like the state of Cal- the state of New York came out with a public statement from the governor. Uh, the state of Oregon came out with one from the governor. Uh, the state of Florida came out with one from the governor of the sure state of did. Florida. And his was a victory lap. And his was, I will do everything possible to make every other form illegal as soon as humanly possible. Yeah. I mean, it was a victory lap. And so, you know... It, I don't even know what to say at this point, except for, you know, the the, uh, the United States is lesser today. Yep. It was lesser yesterday. It was lesser the day before. It's been lesser since 2016. Yeah. And the person sitting at the at the big desk in the Oval Office is doing absolutely nothing, except for standing up and saying, "Hey guys, something should be done. We should do something." Yeah. Because. As we know, he is part of the executive branch and he can't pass laws. Right. You know, but he could show a little bit more leadership here. Mm-hmm. He was he was a pivotal member of the Senate for half a century. Uh, he he could have worked to end the filibuster in those 50 mm-hmm. years. That would have been nice. He yeah. could have helped to codify not only uh, violence against women legislation, right. but he could also codify Roe v. Wade into actual right. law, federal law. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no. So um, I, I understand the anger against the Democrats. I understand the the left punching back towards the center. Uh, I get it, um, but I I think this shows first off how broken our uh, judicial appointment process is. If we look back at what happened uh, at the end of the Obama administration, and you know where trying to get Merrick Garland appoint, appointed went, thanks to Mitch McConnell. Uh, and then, bad. and then, I would like to lay a large heap of blame on the single issue voters for 2016. Yeah. That's where, I, because you know, we all we're all we were all flabbergasted uh, that he won, and then we were flabbergasted that he got another 74 million votes in 2020. Uh, but the long and short of it is, uh, a lot of people are single-minded and myopic about their view of American politics, and they think. Well, I'm just not affected by X, Y, and Z, so I'm only going to vote for issue B. And what happens well, is you get people voting along party lines for no reason other than a poorly thought out piece of logic. Yeah. So the problem becomes that single issue voter. I don't think there were 74 million single issue voters. No, 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 no. no. But I'm, what and, I'm saying is a good chunk yeah. of the 74 million were. Yeah. Right. Like, like because uh, I think like, a yeah. I think I, I think I a good think cult of personality was worth seventy million votes. No, but I would say probably at least ten percent. I think yeah. that it's the single issue voter was hiding behind their single issue vote. Yeah. In other words, if, if they didn't they, want to admit they were racist, that's where I'm going with that. They didn't want to admit 
that they don't want people getting ahead of them in the game and they're going to vote for the people who are going to keep everybody down but, so maybe they can strike a rich yeah but i mean i guess i guess that's kind of where this this discussion gets complicated right because you have a lot of people that think that I understand that it isn't complicated. What I'm saying is the discussion gets complicated right. because we have a lot of ignorant people that don't understand the actual issue at, at hand, right? Uh, what we're talking about is giving people who have been held back systemically for generations an opportunity to catch up. No one's getting a jump ahead. No one, like this, first off, fuck this rat race mentality. This ain't that. This country, existence in this world, it is not a rat race. Nobody wins. Nobody loses except Jeff Bezos. Congratulations. You won. Um, go ahead and jump on, jump off the moon. I don't Why care. He won? Uh, he won capitalism. So he's won. Um, the Elon won capitalism. No, no, right. Elon, Elon was is the, the new winner. Lead, oh, wait. It like, never ends. It oh, my God. It's like it doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> no. It, what, <laughs> what I'm getting at is, right, like, like we're not operating from a, from a pie with a finite amount of rights and freedoms. Right. If I have a certain amount of freedoms and then, and then we give women the same amount of freedoms, I don't have less. My slice of pie is not smaller because there isn't a pie. This is not a zero sum game. But these are the same people who and remember, both of our senators from the state of Florida also ran a victory lap today. Um, Marco posted up a religious track and then posted up a thing about, oh, you know, the, the, the Supreme Court made a good decision today. Uh, Rick Scott did the exact same thing. Mm -hmm. um, you know, what can we do uh, to, to, to fix that when your representation, you know, the governor, the, the senators, uh, what can you do well, when... The news, they're, they're, what's the that? Is, uh, the good news is SCOTUS has given us all permission to just get guns. Yeah. So we should all go get guns and then... We, go we both know that that's not a problem for some of us liberals. No, no, no. We should all go get guns and march on the Capitol. It might be a oh, blue. But they tried that January 6th, and there's a hearing about that this week. No, none of them got guns. None of them brought guns with them. And, and, they, and <laughs> they didn't do it right. Because the point is not to vandalize and try to kill people. The point is to bring the function of the government to a complete halt. Hmm. It's put, already broken. What, did, what you're saying is do what they did in Michigan. Yeah. You yeah. put the Capitol under siege. You lock it down. You but it's already it. broken. See, the government's already you, broken. If you, no, 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 if but, you bring but, the guns... Hang on, on. artist. I'm sorry to cut you off, but, but okay. there's a difference between broken in that all of the wheels have fallen off and it can't function and just very misaligned, right? Our government is broken in that it doesn't represent the will of the people. It is not broken in that it can't get anything done. It very much can, but it doesn't represent us. Right. Well, remember, we, we saw that one that one study that showed that regardless of the will of the people, one right. third of the time, the, the Congress does what it's what it's supposed to uh, do. I found a brilliant article from The New York Times uh, from from uh, two days ago that basically broke down all the various Supreme Court decisions from the summer and gave a breakdown of uh how the left and right kind of lean on it or sorry how the american people are either for or against that particular issue and how the supreme court came to their decision on it and there is no correlation none whatsoever the american people are roughly 50 50 on a lot of those issues because they're complicated uh, and the supreme court is generally not 50 50 at all it's either party lines or unanimous yeah. that's that's how it runs and party lines right now means six three conservative decision and and that ruins yeah. this country yeah 
1864, yeah. here we come. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're yeah, going back before that, sir. That modern. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm fairly certain we're heading to the to the 14th century. No, we're, we're going <laughs> oh, to 1789. That's where, that's where they want to go. What, what year, sir, Canadian? 1789. Oh, yeah. That's when the Constitution was That's the last I, time its value had, you know, that's where we got to go. That's where those values are. I heard it. Forget well, that in the 20s we passed an amendment to give women voting rights. So, I mean, that's. Well, they don't have body autonomy, so why should they have voting rights? Yeah, exactly. I feel like I feel like your the the pickup line at this point should be show me your voters registration, and if there's an R, you're not getting laid. <laughs> but, but yeah. comrade, there yeah. are so many people that are posting today uh-huh. that it was a good decision. Sure. Yeah, because they don't understand the ramifications that will continue from this. Yeah, so find those people and don't fuck them. Bingo. No, I mean, I, we can't I, list Estrada our way out of this. Honestly, I think, tried? I think all women should. <laughs> we, got, quit. we got to at least try something. Yeah. Women, all women should quit quit fucking. <laughs> there, there, there was a play. If, if they like want if, if they if they want to do each other, I got to watch how many f bombs I say. Um, yeah. Then that's fine. But no men involved. Men should yeah. not be allowed to have sex at all anymore. Yeah. Wow, and, so you're, you're saying just just there are no men in in the in the bedroom anymore. Just no, they're on the couch <laughs> permanently. Perma couch. Oh, perma couch. What about men with other men? Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> I I mean, <laughs> at, at this point, it's probably not going to be fine for very long. Yeah, uh, no. the way these things are going. That's true. But uh, remember, there yeah. are many many uh you know of these very vocal conservative women. That also are crowing about how wonderful this is. Sure. I mean, look at—I hate to say it—look at uh, at, uh, at at Trader Green, you know. Right. So I was going to say what I would love to see is a breakdown of self-identified Republican slash conservative women in this country by age, who yeah. is for and against, you know, these yeah. these pro quote unquote pro-life choices i'd love it's to like, see the overwhelming majority be over 40 because i guarantee you it is oh absolutely yeah, yeah it's like like you've you've had menopause it doesn't matter to you <laughs> you know or well, you're established you had your kids. No. i i would like to see no, just... the breakdown of people who are for this abortion ban to, that it's not a right right and the people who are against uh food stands mm. you know what's interesting Th- that that venn diagram is a it reminds me of yeah. my mother who is <laughs> the opposite how's that she's for abortion but she like she's not for abortion but she she was okay about food stamps when i told her hey i'm so broke that i had to apply for food stamps yeah. And she was so very she, much into no, but but there's so, a specific thing about that, right? Because right. And, and this is the this is the classic because it's you, right? It's the classic GOP fallacy in all of their arguments. Well, all of these freeloaders, this and that, and people just stealing from the government and illegal immigrants just taking my tax dollars. But well, not you, I'm, because I'm you're your good. next door neighbor. I also need it because I'm not getting paid any money. Oh no, I know you. You're good. You're fine. You're not the problem. Yeah. Problem is everyone else. I think your mom also told me that too. Yes, and and my uncle and my yeah. aunt, wow. all of all of my staunchly wow. conservative, very closely related people in my family said, "No, no, no, 
the thespian's fine. We know her. She's cool. She's not the problem here. Right. And it's I'm like, all those you other stupid people. motherfuckers. <laughs> she is the trend, not the exception to the rule. Understand. <laughs> It's okay to have 10 people leech off a system that keeps a thousand people alive every day. Yep. Like that's what we're talking about here, but we're talking about or not the anecdotal. What ifs about the fringe issues of the fringe people who may or may not exist taking advantage of a system. That's fine. Guess what happens on a macro level? Shit gets taken advantage of. The problem yeah. is, if did you, you try- see the PPP loans? Well, I'm just saying, like, like what we're talking about, like with with this Roe v. Wade overturning, with these these uh, uh, this the the queer genocide law movement we're seeing going on in this country. What it is is de- is we're killing ten people to deny one person the ability to take advantage of a system. Right, right. And it's and, it's and it's not political, right? This is the thing that that pisses me off left and right. Human so- life is not yeah. political. Go ahead. No. Oh, so go I'm going to end on this. So I'm going to end on this. <laughs> and then I'm going to I'm I'm step away. <laughs> so so I, I, it's uh, early. <laughs> yes, yes it is. So today uh, I posted up uh, on all of my social media, including all of our social media, uh, you know, thank a Trump supporter uh, for all of the things they've done for women today. Mm-hmm. And one of my one of my friends who was a staunch Trump supporter, uh, who is somehow still in my friend list, <laughs> on one of my social media, who is also a woman who has three daughters, who two of them are of childbearing age, okay, and one of them, actually all three of them are of childbearing age. Um, she comes on and she goes, "Well, I can't, you know, it's not, you know, I'm not getting into the Trump discussion with you, but." You know, this is not a big problem because abortion, it just goes to the states. And I said, hi, I'm from the state of Florida. You have friends in the state of Texas, Louisiana, Mississippi, and and all the southern states. I I listed them. I said, to which tomorrow are, if if their daughters get pregnant, if they get pregnant, and it's an atopic pregnancy, in some of those states, those people will die. Because they will not be able to get the care that they need because the law says they cannot get the care they need. And they said, oh, you're blowing this out of proportion. That's not true. And I said, I sent them a couple of links. And I said, here are the links to the laws. And you have friends in Texas, and that's the law. And they went, oh, you're, you're still blowing out of proportion. I'm not going to get in the Trump thing with you. And I'm like, and then not an hour later, she had seven posts on her uh, on her Instagram story that all we're talking about, because I brought up incest and rape, I brought up all of those things, and she's just, all of them were all of those things, and at the end of it, she was like, this was a bad decision by SCOTUS. Hey! So, hey. she enabled it don't say, that motherfucker yeah. to be in, in office, to put those justices in, because she liked who he was, yeah, and didn't think of the consequences, He's her single-wide mentality... Person. I'm sorry, yeah. Her single-wide mentality overrode, you know, the single-wide, I watch this guy on TV mentality, overrode her ability to actually make good decisions. Mm-hmm. You know? I mean, and, that, I mean, that's why we discussed the danger of the cult of personality. Yeah, and we've been, we've been talking about it for years, and yeah. it still happened, and I can't take my victory lap on that. 
late. <laughs> that yeah. I told everybody so. Yeah, yeah, I you told know. you so. In this in this category is probably not not very satisfying. Yeah, I mean, okay. right now Border Patrol can enter your home in the state of Florida. Yep. They've, well, they've and, had that right for a long time because we're within a hundred a hundred miles of the of the border. Oh, but yeah. no, they had to they had to have reason. Yeah, with no reason now. Now they don't have to have a reason. Yeah, fourth the Fourth Amendment's worthless in border in border areas. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. picked a fight on Facebook too today. Uh, I wasn't even was, picking a fight. Yeah, <laughs> she she was trying to, but the revolutionary did not allow her. Just, yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah. Uh, revolutionary, yeah. do you say you wanted to sign off? I think I'm going to step away. Um, I I think I they're playing my song, and I better I better get out of this this bunker before they come and get me. Oh yeah, I hear them. <laughs> you hear them? Oh yeah. All right. So I'm going to turn this over to the comrade. Uh, I've got a backup recording going. It'll keep going. Facebook will keep going. It did last week. So, uh, And I will talk to everybody soon. And uh, right. ciao. Ciao. Bonsoir. And I'm giving, it to the, I'm giving it to the bunker. There we go. All righty. I saw uh, the artist and the Canadian both had a thing they wanted to get to. So I'll let you guys No, know. I was waving goodbye. Oh, okay. Artist, what did you have to say? Okay, so I had posted Trump is the flaming bag of shit on your doorstep that keeps on giving. <laughs> uh, to which uh, one of the people on my friends list was like, do you realize there are many more flaming bags of shit currently in power right now? And I'm like, yes, but removing them from the Supreme Court will, uh, you know, will require <laughs> impeachment, which is currently tricky. We'll need to uh, oust the rest of the insurrectionists in the midterms unless the doj gets them first and then and then he's like a strange game the only winning move is not to play <laughs> i deeply regret engaging goodbye i'm like wow you okay That's, that is correct you do regret engaging. Moment. yeah yeah god it's it's so frustrating to see the fruits of the labors that we've all been screaming about for the last six years. Right. Right. Like we've, we've been here every week saying exactly what was going to happen, telling everybody we are staring down the barrel of the demise of modern America and nobody gave a shit. Yeah. Well, people, people agreed, but there's a certain paralysis that you can, that you can do anything about it. That's fair. But, but I do blame the people in Maine. For giving Susan Collins a second chance, true. After she, well, I trust Brett Kavanaugh at his word. It's like, well, how do you feel about him now? Yeah. Um, well, I mean, they all knew what they were doing. Uh, let, I saw librarian. I saw your hand go up. Well, I was just going to add to it is is I feel like Cassandra of Troy because I've been shouting about this for you know a very long time and being gaslit, being like told, oh no, you're just you're being irrational. That could never happen here. And it's like, well. Yes, it could. Yeah. <laughs> that could never happen. To you. Well, I mean, like, yeah, I, I love, I love that incredibly empty truism about this country. Like, yeah. there's this weird level of safeguard about our per- about the rights of Americans when mm-hmm. our rights have been slowly whittled and eaten away and destroyed since the 1800s. Well, yeah, yeah. some some people in this country have never had any. No, artist. The single most frustrating thing. Uh, to me at least currently is that it is we won the presidency the house 
and the Senate, and we are still going backward. So specifically because of the last election of the of this this is why I beat the drum of neither party representing anything. Right. We vote. I'm gonna I speak for the the royal we here. Uh Mm -hmm. If you if you would like to take uh, objection, you need to go like this. We vote. We we here on the day. The hand flip is we vote for the Democrats because they're not as big of shitheads as the Republicans, and that's it. We are given a sliding scale of really bad to slightly less smelly, but still bad. Mm -hmm. There is nothing that is actually representative of the American people's desire to fix problems, Mm -hmm. and and the federal government knows it, and they don't give a shit. And and that's where I get so frustrated. Like, I, as as somebody said, you know, you, I think it was, uh, yeah, Canadian, you get into that paralysis, right, of, well, what can we do? Uh, the answer is your local elections decide everything now. Now, yeah. more than ever, it's, it's quote, unquote, but, states' rights. But so if you, need to sh- well, go ahead. I was gonna say, if you, if you look at states, though, they're even more gerrymandered than, than the federal government is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you Which think is, the electoral college is broken, just look at voting. Like, right, but that's we, we, that's exactly why it's more important now than ever to get even in those gerrymandered. But uh, but areas. let's just take Florida for example. Yep. There there is no way that Florida will ever have a Democratic majority in its House or Senate. Nope. Be- not because of you know the the there aren't enough people to vote that way it's because the districts are set up such that the more conservative districts the historically racist slaveholder districts are very small and have therefore have a better representation than districts like Dade County which has you know a couple million people in it and has the same number of representation yep. and so you can't ever get a balance in Florida because the people aren't represented the 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 party is represented right. and you, you won't change those laws. It's just not going to happen. You'd have to literally overthrow all of Florida's government yes. and redraw the lines to make it fair. I'm for this. Tallahassee's closer than uh, Librarian, did I see your hand go up? Yeah, sorry. I keep putting myself on mute because my cat's yelling. Um, I was going <laughs> to say, <Fun>. like, <laughs> it's Kumba. <laughs> oh, Kumba. Yeah, he is a talker. Um. <laughs> Okay, so I was saying, well, what we can do is we just need to have a hundred thousand uh, Democrats to move to Wyoming and take over the state. Yeah, and they'll get the two congressional seats. And, and uh, do, get another couple hundred thousand to North Dakota. Yeah, yeah, uh, I, those are cold places. They'll get one congressional seat. No, and two I, I promise you, it's better. not that cold. Okay, uh, maybe I was born there. <laughs> Okay, I, maybe more Wyoming. I'm I'm more for my Wyoming than I, North Dakota. You'll, I'm I'm I for Wyoming. I could probably find a welding job. It's fine. Oh, you right. can find a welding job in North Dakota too. Oh yeah. I no, no, but we could fields. we could also do the Wyoming thing. I'm North Dakota sounds cold already. I don't and the the funny thing is, is like Wyoming is the only. Like, it has Liz Cheney, who is the only Republican, one of only two Republicans with any remotely any honor right now. Yeah, no. <laughs> that is true. That's a good point. Like, like, how is it that John McCain and Liz Cheney became the best of the Republicans? Yeah. I know, happened? right? What happened? Like, John McCain was not a good man, but he he behaved well enough on the floors of Congress 
that we all kind of gave him a pass, much like yeah. post-presidency George W. Bush. We're all like, oh, isn't he sweet? No, no, oh, fuck he, him. He's a piece <laughs> of shit. But like, we, we've gone through so much trauma since his, his presidency that we're all like, yeah, he's not that bad, I guess. Like, no, 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 he was he's very He's just a bad. kindly old painter. Yeah, he just paints on his ranch in Texas. It's Hitler was a painter, too. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> oh, my oh, wait, God. I said that out loud. The reasons, the reasons why we need to make sure we're always funding the arts and providing better facilities for the homeless is Hitler. Yeah, so, so we can identify future Hitlers. Well, no, Hitler was, was homeless and a bad artist with no money. So if we gave them gave him a place to sleep and a little bit more money to live off of his art. Hey, at least one person liked his art. Yeah, but that wasn't enough people. Well, sure, because what his, if his, his mom doesn't count? Oh, is his <laughs> was it his mom? Yeah. Oh, oh, I see. A lot of people like his art now. Yeah, uh, Hitler's mother used to pin it up on the fridge with a gold star. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, because their fridge was <laughs> made his, out of pork. <laughs> okay, it so historically speaking, his his mom died young, which was, and the doctor was Jewish, which is why he fixated on hating jews like from what i remember remember that was that was part of his character development that sounds too logical i mean the art was so bad it killed his mom is that what you said probably yes the doctor slapped his mother and said how dare you (laughs) (laughs) see the doctor was a time traveler who was trying to terminate her trying to fix uh, him but uh but waited until too late oh my god wow so uh uh I was listening to uh, there's a number of of historical podcasts that I've that have been enjoying recently. One is uh, Behind the Bastards, which was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, he was discussing uh, border control, uh, ironically enough, uh, and and how it's gotten as bad as bad as it is now as a, as a uh, defense agency. Um, but but along the way, uh, he had to get into the uh, sorry no the border border control issue led to how the NRA is today. That's what it was. Anyway, uh, so in the discussion of the NRA, he was discussing kind of the, you know, the, the gun laws and the gun controls and the shootings and the issues we're having in this country. And he had a really interesting point, which was uh, he doesn't give a damn about the founding fathers because they were all racist, slave owners, and kind of crazy. So their intent behind writing the Constitution isn't valid in today's day and age. Right. Like you hear the argument, well, they wrote the they wrote the Constitution for people with muskets. Yeah. But if you gave him an AR-15, they would have gone buck wild with it. <laughs> they said, hell yeah. Look at all the people I can kill with this thing. So, like, you know, it, it was it was kind of a kind of an interesting thing to, to say. We need to stop. Uh, rose colored rose tinting this weird view of a history nobody understands in this country because our historical education is 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 piss poor. Right. And we need to start thinking critically about how we can apply the laws on paper to today and now and modify or fix them as needed. Right. And, you know, and, and go ahead. that's sort of the, the, I don't know what the right, more progressive justices on the Supreme Court look at these right. things as how they can be applied to today's problems. And the people who want to um, undo rights like Scalia and Alito look to the past to say, oh, back then it didn't matter. That wasn't a thing. So it's not a thing now. Right. And, and I, it's painfully clear that that mentality is purely so that they can get things they don't like 
they can overturn things they don't like not really about whether the past is more important than the future they don't care they just want to get their way it's the same logic that they apply for well what about the kids right Right. the argument is not genuine it's a bad faith argument meant to just fluster anybody who's trying to have a legitimate discussion right? right it's it's just meant to be a roadblock to stop us from actually being able to have you know any any real progress towards a solution to the problems we have today right. modern problems yep. and and it's it's just remarkably frustrating to to know that there are people <laughs> manipulating large groups of other people into making these bad faith arguments from a genuine place of care and many of these bad faith arguments are so ingrained people just accept them Right. Yeah. Like the originalist. That's a thing. Oh, he's an originalist. Okay. Well, that's a, it's like nobody's saying that's not a valid way to, to approach this. That is right. That should be disqualifying. Yep. Yep. Artist. Uh, I will also, I have fallen into this trap uh, on occasion and more than one occasion uh, attempting to like argue with religious zealots on their own turf. Oh. Uh, when they talk about going, like, uh, you know, when they rail against abortion or whatever, I'll be like, yeah, but in the Bible, they actually reference like uh, uh, they, they have a recipe for like giving someone a brooch, uh, an abortion, but like using the Bible to poke holes in their own hypocrisy is kind of where I was coming from with that. But sure. here's the thing. It shouldn't matter. It shouldn't matter. They're in the United States we our laws do not are not based on religion or at least they shouldn't be like the whole premise of it was freedom from religion the whole point of it was so that we wouldn't have someone else's religious views imposed on us then why does the quarter saying we trust and the dollar because because half the uh, license plates in georgia because UN globalists put it on there in the 50s. <laughs> Ironically enough, it was in the 50s, but it wasn't UN globalists. It yeah, but if Christian- you say that, then everybody will hate it and they'll take yeah, it off. Yeah, that's a good point. But it was, it was Christian capitalists, Christian, which I yeah. think is even worse. Same thing. Uh, no, but, but uh, uh, artists, to your point, you know, trying, to, trying to meet zealots on their level is it's a fun game to play, but you can't expect productive productive results. Is the problem? <laughs> but mostly, it's just like to piss them off because oh, sure. that's yeah. <laughs> no, I what I, I like to I like to get them running in circles because because <laughs> all they end up doing is just constantly moving the goalposts, and you and and I've gotten to the point where I can I can address each of those new goalposts so quickly that they just run out of like. Goal to go back pages. to the beginning yeah right and you just kind of start over again i'm like all right cool so you see that we've and done nothing, right? just First do fix. a big old u-turn yeah it, well it's just just yeah pop into 360 it's 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 really interesting when you see the smoke coming out the so, cognitive yeah, well, yeah, so, okay, so i got into this discussion i got into this discussion with a classmate of mine uh welding school so context um about uh, the equal rights bill that we've kind of had waiting for, you know, two more states to get on. Is it an amendment, a bill? I can't amendment. Remember. Yeah, it's, it's an amendment. amendment. The equal rights amendment that we're waiting on two more states to just get their act together and get signed. And and <laughs> this guy goes off on, well, how do women not have equal rights? 
And I just, yeah, right, exactly. Uh, <laughs> and, then, and I was like, well, you know, uh, men have a lot of bodily autonomy that women don't have. And his counterpoint to that was child support can land, not paying child support can land a man in jail, which means he doesn't have bodily autonomy. That is not the same. And at that point, I had to walk away. (laughs) That is not the same. (laughs) I'm like, all right, cool. So let's talk about the child support thing, right? Like if if I had the patience to deal with it. Okay, let's let's call the child support. We're going to take, no, you ever see that no, no, Arnold no. Schwarzenegger movie, uh, Junior, where oh, he carries the baby? No, that in real so, life. No, but what I wanted to get but, at was this: like, all right, if if child support's such a problem for men, then let let's allow the woman to choose whether or not we have the child. No, oops. Well, well, the other thing is is child support no, is not. I wanted oh, to let the librarian go. Well, as I say, what I, my usual tactic to that is when to get them to understand body autonomy is ask them if they're an organ donor and be like, oh, well, we want your lungs. Sorry that you're using them, but someone else needs them. And their <laughs> rights end where your body and, you know, they're all that, you know, all that stuff that they use. It's like, right, well, right. how is that any different? Hey, this yeah. seven-year-old is going to die without your lungs. So we're going yeah. to take it now. Yes. Yeah. Think of the child. So I'm using it. We're pro-life, right? You only yeah. need one lung. You've got two. Yeah, yeah. child. Save Think the, of the oh, children. Give the children. Yeah, the, the, what I was going to say is child support goes both ways, right? Right. It's not just a thing that men pay. It's a thing that the parent that is not raising the child has to pay. So it applies to women as well. And in fact, there is a case in... I want to say New York, but it could have been anywhere, where a woman was raped... And her rapist got custody of the child. Now she has to pay child support. Wow. Yep. yep. Unreal. Yeah, unreal. But it's it, it's a Except thing that goes. It's reality. It's, it's equal to both. So it doesn't. It's not a body autonomy thing. They both have the same. But women have this other thing where they're forced to give birth. Yeah. And they could die in the process. Yeah. So the other fun one that I, that I saw was kind of a, like if we're if we're taking things to an extreme, right? Uh, let's say you're rather unhappy with with the the current state of affairs. Uh, yeah, my dress is too short. Vis a vis the Supreme Court. <laughs> Mine is uh, <laughs> And you have an ectopic pregnancy, but you're mm-hmm. from Georgia, Florida, Alabama. Missouri, I don't care. It Texas, matter. Oklahoma. Right. Mm-hmm. So what you do because thanks to the Supreme Court, you can go get a gun. So you having a uh, basically a death sentence can go do as you please we're not encouraging that <laughs> no 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 you could you could maybe take others with you i think was the impl- implication yeah. behind that particular experience. yeah but you'd be doing right. reckless endangerment of your child <laughs> you'd go to, your child you'd go to jail well yes. so that is something that they can genuinely char- genuinely charge pregnant women with yeah. if they do oh, anything yeah. unsafe you know, incredible. yeah, because yep. if, if you catch like a woman who's drinking or smoking and she doesn't know she's pregnant, she's going on a roller coaster or yeah, going on a roller coaster, reckless endangerment of a child. Yeah, driving. I wonder if any of the women that were on that TLC show, I uh, I didn't know I was pregnant. I, I wonder if any of them got slapped with a, a lawsuit after they were on that show. I don't know. How were they it, on the show? Did it take place in know? L.A.? They tell their story. They tell it after the fact. Oh, yeah, they oh, like they tell their story, and it's like a reenactment. 
Got it. They get pregnant again. I made it this far because I like I've always been irregular and I was always fat, so I never knew. And then it's like, oh well, how does that happen? Yeah, not like not at all. I had that, and I I took a bath because I had a tummy ache. I took a bath, and then all of a sudden, (laughs) and I felt the head, and it's just like what. If only if only all births could be so easy you didn't notice. Hmm. Well, no, like during the birthing part, they were like, wow, this is really painful. What the hell's happening? But still. Ooh, this is a fun one. Uh this is from uh an Ask Men post on Reddit today. Uh, if the Supreme Court decision was an overreach of power, uh, uh, sorry, sorry, Roe v. Wade decision, 1973, was an overreach of federal power. Therefore, let the states decide. Most states have laws in effect that govern abortions already. Reply: States getting to decide is an overreach of power. Let's go a step further and let cities and con- counties decide. Or you know what? How about we let individual households and families get to choose? Or maybe, just maybe, we let the woman decide how to handle her body. Yeah. It's it's so crazy. Look, small government, small government, but only in certain times and only in certain ways and only if it fits my the, uh, my theocratic. No, my. Yeah. I mean, every libertarian should be, should be against this decision, right? Yeah, right. I mean, it, what's it's so. Uh, again, like I, I really, really, really want to see high resolution demographics on the women in support of this decision. I would love to see education level income age race i want to see these things because i want to know where the support for these things is coming from because just like women getting the vote in the 20s that was a vote cast by men right so Mm -hmm. it's a room full of men who decided our wives are so pissed we need to fix this right yeah, <laughs> like there was like yeah, i realized like, i realized the tone of that joke but i realized the tone of that joke but i'm just saying like, oh, yeah. like you know that there was a number of people in that room who had that thought yeah. <laughs> so at some point there's a number of of legislators and representatives and and supreme court justices who all have women in their lives who are in support of this decision and that is baffling to me i, yeah. I can't wrap my head around it well, so for some women, if they buy into the patriarchy and they play along, they get better treatment. Yeah. So that's a large part of it. So Stockholm like Syndrome? the pick me's? No, kind of thing. no. Yeah, it's and, like the pick me's. And I, I, it's it's not as uncommon as you think because I know a woman who was married. She's now divorced because her husband's a dickweed. Um, but surprise surprise i want i would talk about politics and she's gonna vote and she'd be like i don't know i just do what my husband tells me to do i never do that (laughs) now now she she is of my age yeah but for for 30 years she just voted the way her husband told her to and i think there's a lot of people a lot of women who support this ruling who are doing it because their husbands told them to so so would you say that would be like a, a a home oh no i don't know how to phrase this so that sounded like a dickhead um the an abusive husband that's keeping his no, wife like, from making like, no, like, like yeah, that I weird think, notion of that. like the woman is there to please her husband and support him in all things he's the headship yeah yes thank you yeah yeah is is that would you say that's kind of the mentality there or do you think it's 
more insidious than that. Well, first for a lot of the evangelicals, no. yes. Right, right. Yeah. Just right. add that they at like eight thirty every night they have sex. No, they don't. Well, no, they won't do it on their period. The man has sex. <laughs> well played. The woman, the woman does chores. Yes, yes. The, the woman does a does a, a, a most it's, arduous of, to- of chores. It's a chore. <laughs> the marital chore, as it were. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. Now it's it's it's. I guess I guess that's a generational thing, right? Like it's it's something where I, I, I think I think so. Yeah, like I think so. Like this idea that all people, regardless of sex, gender, background, makeup, should have their own opinions and thoughts and ideas and and express those and, and be given mm-hmm. the space to do so. I, I, like I recognize that that is a fairly new age concept. Like, right. like that, like giving everyone the space to express who they are is not a, a, a traditional thing in this country. Right. Thoughts and uh, feelings. What kind of hippy dippy nonsense and, is that? And <laughs> people of a certain generation are in that serve your man category. Yeah. Um, man takes that's man's stuff. I'll just do women's stuff. I mean, the, even like, if they uh, have their own job. Right. Yeah. I was going to say, but like to the librarian's point, you know, it's that evangelical thing, right? It's the, mm-hmm. It's the Protestant church structure. It, it's the, it's that the, it's that upbringing. They don't necessarily. I mean, this person's not particularly religious. Right. So, but it's, you know, it's but, that but upbringing. Like, yeah, but like like even if you're not a particular particularly religious person, if you grow up with right. that Protestant uh, 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 influence on your upbringing and your family and your in your lifestyle, and and, and I, I try to bring this up as as a point of reference so we don't get too broad brushy about certain conservative peoples if you don't have a frame of reference to show an alternative way to look at things you you don't know any better right Right. like that's just that's just how families are you know like so it's i'm i'm really thinking that as as certain generations age out of the voting populace uh things might get a little bit better do you mean die yes that's oh. a nice way, you know. <laughs> yeah, I, I personally, I like, I like adding a bit of flowery language here and there. Age out of the voting populace. That's, uh, that's <laughs> great. I, that would like immediately go over my family's head. Well, that's what I'm like, really say these things forward. on a debate stage, and and both yeah. sides of the audience will clap for you, right? Like, <laughs> I'm really looking forward to to seeing the outcome of the midterm, specifically because they have been aging out of the voting you know, populist for a while now anyway. And then there was a pandemic, which largely affected them because they didn't know how, you know, precautions yeah. work. Yeah. So, so they, will, they will definitely be howling loudly because of voting rigging, election fraud and all this shit. And it's like, no, most of your people just died because they were morons. <laughs> Librarian. Well, maybe I have something to add to that. So maybe it's just because of the area that I work in, but I can say that it's not just the aging population that has those values. There's a lot of people that are in my generation 
who are just as vocal and they're going to pick up the slack once the other generation dies off. Like we always keep thinking like, oh, because they're young, they're going to be liberal. And that's not true. No, I I fully recognize that, that toxic conservative mentalities are not exclusive to, to the, the Gen X and older. Yeah. And so we're looking at the generation that's fighting against all the stuff in public schools. Well, they have public, they have, you know, grade school aged children yeah. You know, what generation do you think they fall under then? Well, what I think is going to be really interesting, right, is is I think this trend is, has, I haven't done any research into this, so this just may be a, a, a misconception, but the the truth, the truism is, you know, dumb people breed faster than smart people, right? So <laughs> especially when you consider the, the birth rate crisis of millennials, uh, I'm really curious to see what, you know, the population makeup will look like ideologically two generations from now, right? Yeah, I I would really like to see that as well. It's going to be fascinating. Like, if you look at Gen Alpha, um, they are massively anti-algorithmic social media. They're very Mm -hmm. much against all of the the personal brand concept that came about during our lifetimes. Um, They are wildly socially progressive relative, relative to the rest of America. Like, they are very much uh, a voice is a voice. We don't really care who it's coming from. It's equally valid. Uh, it, it, but but also, uh, you can have that same level of access to data and still have those toxic mentalities that your mm-hmm. parents give you. So I, I would I would love to see that mesh. Like see how that grows uh, as as we go forward. Artist. Okay, so I had a couple points that I keep forgetting to bring up. Did you write them uh, down? No, but I remembered <laughs> them. So, so I'm going to say them before I forget mid-sentence. One, uh, I saw something recently about like um, there's there are apps on your phone that will help you track your period, mm-hmm. but like there is a concern that that information could be used against you because it's not private uh that like they could build a case of oh your period stop your period tracking stopped here so you must have known you were pregnant i'm pretty sure we're talking about like getting it previously but i do want to hear what the librarian has to say about that well i I was just to say i could add more perspective to someone who actually used to use one of those apps Ah. Um, and the app particular app that i i used to use i don't use it anymore um they sold all their data to Google and they even said there, like, Hey, like you could package all, we package all of your data for you, but also know that Google has access to this now. And there is an option inside the, the app that I was using where you could basically toggle what's called pregnancy mode. So it no longer tells you how to track, you know, when your period's supposed to start or when you're ovulating, it just says like, Oh, like you're in this trimester, you're at this week. And oh, wow. you know, so it was, it was, you know, it was a genuinely helpful thing for a lot of women who wanted to use it. However, that information can be easily bought and they have no problem selling that information because it's a free app. Yep. There is one apparently that is from Berlin. Yeah. And there's that, also a couple of open, open source ones too. Just yeah. Nice. That, just that can't you, read it. I mean, <laughs> yeah, they're they have, the they, have it, they have it on the iPhone itself. It's like part of the health app. Um, but like, I did, just to see to do my part and fuck with the algorithm, I decided like, oh, you know what? 
I am I am now tracking my menstruation. That's so nice. Just, you know, just say, yeah, go ahead and track uh, that. It seems you're wildly irregular. You know, that's actually no, because it'll probably notify you and be and, <laughs> um, but no, that's that's a really interesting theory, artist. I feel like we should like all it's, that should be the new thing. It's no, it's it's a thing that's been happening for a long time with that with, men uh, men download period tracking. No, no, just just mob rule over bad systems like if you look at what happened with the the former president's rally in oklahoma right. and tiktok oh like, yeah it like, was tulsa they had, we, we had a, a tulsa oh yeah it was we oklahoma had a, we had a i'm sorry i'm a moron no you're good uh, uh, tulsa is more specific than oklahoma so thank you um no, they, yes. the, the president thought he sold out this venue and he shows up and there's like six thousand people because millions of tiktok users just swarmed the ticket purchasing yeah process absolutely hysterical well, they were i think they were free tickets right yeah they just overwhelmed the registration and they yeah, took well, away yeah they the reserved all of them yeah right. it was it was awesome uh yeah. could only hope that and then immediately afterwards he tried he tried to like make tiktok illegal right. <laughs> yeah yeah right. just just totally ridiculous and then later on he got banned from twitter <laughs> yeah well if i he, have if the tables he, turn well if elon's purchase goes through he'll be reinstated it won't no it won't no so, um, speaking of capitalism and the current winners, um, <laughs> I vote that we switch from Monopoly. Well, like everybody's playing Monopoly, we need to just start playing Uno. Right. Just Uno. Damn it! That joke just did not. That no, joke went over better in my head. <laughs> I just think I mean, we need we need all need to get a tickle me Elmo. I'm really okay. Sorry. I feel better about my joke now. So, <laughs> and on that bombshell, we're going to take a quick break. Yeah. <laughs> Elmo being Elon Musk. Oh, okay. Elon there Musk we go. Oh, t- tickle me, tickle me, Elon. Yeah. Well, it's Elmo, Elon Musk. Elon, there we go. All right. So we're gonna we're gonna step away for a short moment here. Uh, Facebook, you know the drill. Uh, and in the meantime, we'll be right back after this. Okay. Okay. My microphone decided to rebel. Uh, do you think that we can make a cup of coffee? We can. I am. I am going to coffee myself. Probably. Let, we're going to try to make a cup of coffee. So, are we good at nine thirty as a as a return time? Yeah, nine thirty works. Yeah, sure. Alrighty, perfect. Facebook. I don't know how to right. change things on a live stream like this, so it's just going to be an empty Zoom call. Uh, I think he shares the screen with the photo. Yeah, it's all good. We'll be back in eighteen minutes. Yep. Ten four. Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion, or prohibiting the free exercise thereof, or abridging the freedom of speech, or of the press, or the right of the people peaceably to assemble, and to petition a government for redress of grievances. And the One Man Revolution podcast is back. As you know, the, uh, the revolutionaries out of town, so I'm standing in. Uh, you are the comrade. We don't need to do the intro again. We always do it. The second time around? Yes. Yeah. We can do it right yes. now. Cool. We're listening to One Man Revolution with the, with your host, the Revolutionary, and... I'm the comrade. I'm the Canadian. And I'm the thespian. I'm the librarian. And I'm the artist. Perfect. All right. Back in business. Yes, we're back here. Again. Got a second round. We've got coffee. I'm ready to get mad again. 
<laughs> so we were uh we were discussing alternative methods to uh oh what are you drinking over there canadian i am drinking something called a copper john scotch style ale from madison river brewing company in montana that dangerous i will find out if it's either dangerous or i will disappear and pour it up down the drain no, fair enough uh, does anyone else have anything of note that they're drinking tonight? So I have a concoction that the informant handed me huh? um, in the first half of the show, and I don't know what it is. <laughs> is it good, though? It's pretty good. Yeah, I'm pretty sure there's vodka in it, but I don't know. Tasty mystery concoction. <laughs> yeah. I, dig, I dig the tasty mystery concoction. It's very good. So there's a, a soda that's sugar-free called Zevia, which is made with Stevia. Mm-hmm. And their grape soda is like fabulous and i could yeah. see doing doing vodka and grape soda and getting hammered very easily oh yeah the best part is it's clear so it looks just <laughs> like you're drinking water <laughs> oh max has got a, a dogfish 120 over there that's that's always fantastic that's, that's good that is a good time you should have brought some max need, need to get that right. in a, in a 19.2 <laughs> stovepipe so we've had some crazy, we, we spent the first half talking about the two really significant Supreme Court findings. Uh, there's been some other things going on uh, kind of around, around the horn here. We've got the January 6th hearings continuing. Um, got some interesting updates there. Uh, there's been a couple of other fun, uh, fun stories. I do want to kind of open up the slightly more positive note, as we mentioned, uh, people and their inability to follow basic medical science. Uh, According to uh, a study from, sorry, I forgot to pull it up. Okay, uh, study from uh, published in the Lancet, which is a journal on infectious disease. A, a recent study completed by many smart people uh, has come to the conclusion that roughly twenty million people's lives were saved due to the COVID vaccine. Wow! So that's some really fantastic positive COVID news, which we don't really get all that often. Um, <laughs> Well, and I, I do believe that children under five now can get their vaccine. Yes, yes they, they can. can. The, the best part about that is they'll be able to listen to Saturday morning cartoons from their bedroom. Because the chip. Oh, yep. very they good. They can just yes. channel it yes. right in. Just telekinetic. Uh, no, yeah. tele- telepresence. right in. The telepresence. It puts, puts a new spin on telemarketing. Though, yeah. doesn't it? Apparently, there was some like really serious problems with that brain chip. Oh, then meets AI. Like, I think there was a couple of like vol- human volunteers that like were mm-hmm. having some very serious side effects from it. Yeah, but you got to wonder how whacked you have to be to have a oh no to want a chip in your brain. I mean, uh, to want a chip in your brain, you got to be a, a victim of the cult of personality. I think yeah, that's probably like, true. Like, really big fan of cyberpunk right yeah. right yeah yeah are they getting paid for days x for this study you you, you want to be johnny mnemonic for the test mm-hmm. i have no idea probably for the, not for the chip they the told chip. me they were going to put a chip in my brain and from, from now on all i can taste is doritos i don't know why oh i don't like persistent it. persistent flavor in doritos all I the time i keep wanting doritos and bud light constantly i don't know why here we go. Neuralink human trials. Mm. Oh, sorry. They okay. They've announced human trials. I could have sworn I read that somebody had actually done it. Yeah. No. 
I don't know. Yeah. Um, not great. Uh, what was what was that book by Michael Crichton where the dude had the the, the thing stuck in his head? Oh, uh, I don't remember. It was one of his first ones. Basically, yeah. like he had a he had a chip in his brain that could that could stimulate the the dopamine receptors in his brain, and he learned how to do it involuntarily, and he became like an addict overnight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I, and it, you know it's Michael Crichton, so people died. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Things went things, like, things went did bad he after that. Tourette's, like what happened? <laughs> I don't recall. Well, wasn't uh, it? Weren't there like chips uh, in in brains in GI Joe with uh, Channing Channing Tatum uh, and that could, one lady? Could be. I don't know. No one watched that. Movie. I remember it was yeah. in Kingsman, exactly which did. was hilarious. <laughs> I sadly did. I did watch it, and then I had to remember it. The Terminal Man. Terminal Man. Mm. Not to be confused with the terminal with Tom Hanks. Very, very much not to be confused. <laughs> or, or the Running Man. Yeah, that's I what you need, get. I, but what about Invisible Man? I need man? to watch that movie again. The Running if, Man. If, if, like if you take the terminal with Tom Hanks and put him in the Running Man, that's where you get Terminal Man. <laughs> that's where you get Forrest Gump. That's where you get Forrest Gump. That. Yeah. <laughs> I may not be a smart man, but I know I love was, this Jenny. Oh, here's here's a, a fun here's a fun list. Uh, uh, a, num- a number of uh, lawmakers, uh, uh, legislators who con- who contacted the former president requesting a pardon. Oh yeah, has <laughs> come out. Um, let's see here. There there are no surprises in the list. No, so here's the highlights of the list. We've got Representative Mo Brooks. I'm I'm not sure where. He's from Alabama. Okay, Alabama, good. Uh, uh, alleged child rapist Matt Gates. Uh, Andy Biggs, not too sure about Andy Biggs. Louis I Gomer, think... did we talk about him a couple weeks ago? Yeah. Oh, he's brain trust. <laughs> he's in the brain trust. And Scott Perry. Uh, I yep. wish I knew more about these people. Uh, all of all of them specifically requested <laughs> pardons. From oh, MTG. Suggest uh, requested a pardon as well. Who? WTF. Oh, good, 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 good. Yeah, that's not surprising at all. I will uh, also I... add that that Gomert is the one that uh, lamented that if you're a Republican, you can't even lie to, the, even FBI lie to, Congress or to Congress. the FBI anymore. That's right. <laughs> that's right. I love that. Well, so so uh, alleged child rapist Matt Gates does have a good reason to to go to the president for pardon. Yeah, you know. Certainly. Might as well throw him in there with everybody else asking. I mean, I'm just saying, know. if I'm innocent of child rape, I ask the president for a pardon. Yeah. Another child rapist. Sure. Well, yeah. I mean, you you know, a when you're, when you're a way. star, they let you do what you want. Yeah, yeah you can grab him by the pussy. That's a quote. Uh, <laughs> I just, I, I can't, I can't get over this idea that, hey, Mr. President, who who lost the election? So we're asking you to provide a uh, a future proof pardon of things we may or may not have done, mm-hmm. and that's hilarious because that's not at all how pardons work. Well, well you, so it, it pardon, is. You can pardons. pardon somebody for everything they have ever done. Can you actually write out that pardon? Yeah, you can't pardon them for things in the future, but from this point behind you, yeah, you can pardon so, them. So and and the, f- the the funny thing is. A pardon implies guilt, right? So, like, not the, according to the just... 
what? No. Like, so in order, in order to, in order to have qualify for a pardon, one must first be guilty of something to be pardoned for. Like, it's like an admit. It's like an admission of guilt by accepting that's, a pardon. That's kind of the ironic bit. Is is all of these mm-hmm. people who were not under investigation, who were not mm-hmm. charged, who were not indicted. They had no legal issues of any kind outside of alleged child rapist Matt Gates, and they were going to the president, who was soon to be unseated, asking for pardons. Mm-hmm. It's just a very strange circumstance uh, yeah. that they would feel that to be appropriate. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> apparently, so, apparently, Mr. Brooks was was recommending that the former president issue quote general all purpose pardons. Yeah. To all buy that of the, the GOP store, members but... of the House and Senate who voted against certifying the election. I can guarantee you that one size does not fit all. It's, you can <laughs> buy it right next to the all-purpose flower. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the, the all-purpose See, but the, flower? But the, <laughs> that can't be a But the pardon, like, <laughs> no, the pardon was signed by these tiny, tiny hands. It can't be. Uh, yeah, no, it's, it's really incredible. Um, <clears throat> oh, man. So has anybody, I think I asked this before, did anybody watch any of the hearings? I, I've been watching it, day, so I haven't had a chance to watch it. Yeah, I yeah. just keep forgetting. I've been listening to it while I've been working, so I have been they, paying attention to it. I haven't seen all of the hearings, but I've seen a, a decent chunk. I did they try reading an article about it on um, NPR, uh, but I forgot that my um, Florida man uh, uh filter is still on and so i when i start to read it i just start to laugh yeah um which is terrible but um you know they i guess they just had this uh on thursday they had two poll workers from georgia um you know testify uh what happened to them um and they had to, they were advised by the fbi to like move out of their house for two right months. right oh yeah Oh, no, the, the the hearing you should you should definitely catch the highlights i'm not sure you need to yeah. watch all of it the, the um, challenge i found is finding a good actual list of highlights online somewhere mm-hmm. yeah for for the three hour hearing there's probably 20 minutes of highlights that you need to see because yeah the the like thursdays they had the acting attorney general the acting deputy attorney general and the acting whatever that third one is the all in there or the ones from the former ones from the former administration got it and they were all telling the former president no you cannot do this this is about the jeffrey clark letter to georgia saying just declare it corrupt mm. it'll be fine yeah all um, of the that whole thing secretaries of state and yeah. all of the in infighting and and pressure campaigns and where this came from and and just really a lot of details about how screwed that whole thing was and how close we came to actually losing it. Because if any one of those guys had said, yeah, I'm cool with that, we'd have been done. Yep. Um, but they talked about, you know, they didn't. They were law enforcement guys. They were, they were Justice Department officials that had been there forever. Right. Um, and then they went to the two poll workers who, who the president name dropped as being carrying buckets of a suitcase full of ballots oh, and, that's right yeah and that and and how they were harassed and they had to move because people were coming to their house um on january 6th they came to their house to to string them up i guess or something i don't know they weren't there 
Um, and then the whole intrigue with the woman who worked for Kanye West trying to get the one woman to confess that she had uh, committed crimes and they were all oh, yeah. got recorded and she's like, no, I didn't. And well, we can save you, but you have to tell us that you did it. And it's like, oh, wow. Yeah, they um, try, tried to tried to get some sort of recording on tape, on, but it was all a... on the fourth. And the whole point of that was so they could show the corruption for the sick. They tied it all into mm-hmm. not certifying the election, have, finding some little reason to not certify the election. And they tied it all the way back to the president. Wow. And, and I also that's heard interesting. that. Uh, that there was so I remember because I watched the opening hearing where they brought in a film documentarian mm-hmm. and I was like that's that's an odd person to bring in he doesn't look like he wants to be there he doesn't want and, to then, be and there. then they announced uh, I think it was either Wednesday or Thursday that they've subpoenaed his entire documentary do- documentary that he was filming on the president and his family in January yeah and apparently, yeah. and my favorite thing about all of this is, is from what I've read, uh, there was a staff member from the presidency, uh, from, from the administration that said, quote, what the fuck is this? When he found yeah. out that there was a film crew with the president's family. Yeah. No, it's, it's, actually, <laughs> Which, it's actually, how did you not know? <laughs> it's actually two different people. Okay. Well, the first yeah. guy is an Australian who was making a documentary on the U.S. divide between the population. Oh, kind of, he, kind of he was the one. He was the one that was embedded with the Oath Keepers and the Proud Boys. Proud Boys, right? right. And the other one was a, I don't know if it's a documentarian, but it was somebody who was trying to do propaganda for the president. So he's in there catching oh, video hilarious. clips of, of the the actions of the president, and that's it, the film that, that they found the out about. Guy? No, no. It, no. It's just it's just some other guy, a filmmaker who was trying to make a movie about sure a positive reflection of Donald Trump, but he recorded all this stuff. Stuff. Oh, and and oh. he didn't want to give it up because he said there's probably stuff that'll be turned against. And it's like, no, we need it all. Yeah. And yeah. so they got Go it. Give it over. Well, according to the chairman of the committee, uh, uh, Representative Benny Thompson, um, they're going to have to shuffle up the schedule. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the hearings because of all of the new evidence they've just gotten right right like apparently think, they're they're just getting inundated with with evidence right now right they're they're taking a month month off or three weeks off as they oh, really? recalibrate and the next wow. one's in july wow. but, but the interesting thing about thursday's hearing which is why i brought this up yes is unlike the insurrection part of it where he's trying to get people to come to the mall and storm and create violence and right. maybe working right. with the Oath Keepers to do all this stuff and filing all these charges and trumping up all the, the, the weird conspiracy theories, um, pushing that big lie. Unlike that, the fake electors thing is actually against the law. They actually violated federal laws to do this. Huh. And they can show a conspiracy of the people doing it essentially at the behest of the president which makes right. him criminally complicit well, i was going to say law. like that that those actions between the president and the secretaries of state and and the ballot uh, people the ballot workers and all of that right. that's very easy to connect to the president because he was very actively involved in all of right. those schemes. and right. the and doj the, is very interested in that and the fake electors 
they've already subpoenaed the DOJ has issued subpoenas for people that came out know about the fake electors. So they're going after all these people wow. and gonna trace it back up the chain. But there the the committee was able to to connect dots to the president asking for this thing to happen, asking asking people to ask people to get fake electors. Right. I don't know if it has been um addressed in the January 6th hearings yet because I haven't seen all of the all of the hearings but I don't know like I want them to establish planning if from inside the White House with the Proud Boys and the Oath Keepers I want them to yeah. make that connection they, because they don't, they don't have that they, they might have- not have that but considering the the uh like the subversion of like the national guard and like there was delay of orders and like in the day before the the sixth they made some plans where it's like you know you have to have authorization from this person in order to get the 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 guard involved so like they specifically gummed up the works prior to this event because they wanted the they wanted the response to be delayed yeah, I, I I don't know about that. They, they when they did the documentarian and the whole Proud Boys thing, they talked about how it was executed, and there was some mention of some slow reaction from the guard. But I don't remember what the outcome from that. They, the, what I do know is they didn't have any evidence that tied the Proud Boys actions to the president, except for his stand by and stand back, stand back, stand by, be ready, yeah. which they took as, hey, he wants us to do this. And then the talk about January 6th is going to be wild is the key to come make it wild, right? I mean, that's that's the, the extent that they had of his involvement directly with the... Yeah, he was the, he was smart enough to know to not actually touch that with a 10-foot pole. But, but Roger Stone is in with those guys and Roger Stone is in with the president. They just couldn't get Roger Stone to say anything. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, there's what's crazy is, is there's a lot of people who are willing to bite the bullet for this movement that yeah. it doesn't make any like like I guess they were all anticipating it just to just to work out and they would all get away scot free because he was going to be reelected yeah. and because he was going to be reelected, they'd all be pardoned. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they still seem to be just as ready to bite the bullet for this guy. Yeah. Which is and, and, crazy. And they haven't learned because he throws people under the bus as soon as they're they're uncomfortable he has to keep getting bigger buses yeah (laughs) (laughs) oh oh so one of the things that really struck me about the last hearing when we have they had rosen and all the other attorney generals and assistant attorney generals it's like it felt like trying to explain to a family member that something on facebook isn't actually real Mm-hmm. So it's like, he's the president of the United States and the people that are responsible for the department, like running the Department of Justice, they run the FBI and they're telling him, no, this is bullshit. And he counters with, but I saw it on Facebook, right. you know, it's like, yeah. but he's the goddamn president. Yeah. It's like when they believe their own lies, like when he actually like he watches Fox News all the time, and it's like he's like it's, he's it's, getting his marching orders from Fox. <laughs> yeah, and and there's a difference between you know it's all about intent, right? 
And yes. if you truly believed that you were wronged, then you might behave a certain way, right? But, but regardless of your intent, trying to overthrow the election through some harebrained scheme that everybody told you was wrong, except for the one guy who came up with it, is willful ignorance. And that's not protected by, by your belief that I was wronged. Well, I mean, that, and so, ignorance of the law is no defense. Yeah, I was going to say that's that's <laughs> but, what I said but, at the top of the show. Yeah, <laughs> but, but, but the law actually requires intent. It does. That's so. But, but, so you have intent, to show intent. The intent not, yeah, the intent may not to be to break the law, but the you must show intent for an action which breaks the law. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And so and so they're kind of trying to do that because even if he didn't believe Jeffrey Rosen or or not Jeffrey, um, Clark. Yeah, it was Jeffrey. He believed Clark, but he didn't believe Rosen mm -hmm. and the rest of the Justice Department. What he, the actions he went down were still illegal, and whether he believed they were legal or whether he believed they were, he was cheated. He still committed illegal acts by doing the fake electors, by inciting the crowd. That that revolution is illegal, right? right. The, right, yeah. the the intent that he believed he won, and that's the call to, for example, the Secretary of State. If he truly believed that there were a thousand votes out there, that ten thousand votes that he didn't get, then that's not necessarily illegal for him to try to get those votes. That and like politicians break it's, laws it's one of those that they're weird all the things. Yeah. Like politicians get in trouble for breaking the laws that they didn't know were illegal all the time, right. like campaign finance laws, stuff like that, like things that they didn't know about because they're inexperienced or incompetent, mm. but like things that you have to know because you're going to get put in charge of the frigging government. Right. You need to know these things. But it's, it, the, 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 the difference is important, right? So I could, I could call up Georgia Secretary of State and say, you know, mm. are you sure that the vote count is this way that there weren't like 11,000 votes. I needed 11,000 more votes. You sure you, there weren't 11,000 more votes for me out there. That's not illegal. If I truly believe mm -hmm. that the vote count is wrong. Um, that's right. where the intent comes in. But if my yeah, intent exactly. is to punish, to, to pressure somebody to give me those votes to falsify the election. Now I've committed a crime. And, and, and I think the, that's, that's where uh, the, the legal arguments really do have a leg to stand on with the former right. president. He right. had a team of people telling him, "You lost. It's over. Right. It's done." Uh, with us, I, re I distinctly remember with the Secretary of State of Georgia, uh, who spoke with the president directly and recorded the call. Right. That he he said something Rocking. to the effect Rocking. of, "Mr. Yeah. President, what you're asking me to do is illegal." Right, right. So like and, that's it's right there. And it's always Very been clearly. my it's always been my question, right? If I did it and I truly believed it. And you know, it was my mom telling me you're crazy. Are, are you doing the OJ thing? I didn't do it, but if I had, here's how. No, no, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, but if you are, if you are a government leading government official, president, yeah. vice president, secretary of state, you have the resources of the United States of America at your fingertips. Yeah. And if those resources are telling you you are wrong, you have a duty to believe them, right? Right. You can't go off and say, oh, no, I think there are Martians. Let's go to Mars, right? I mean, that, <laughs> you just can't do that. You are the president of the United States. You, you have a, a, an obligation and responsibility to, to listen to the people that are in your cabinet that are telling you what to do. But and that's well, I, I, have, I have decided that I firmly believe that I am the, gov I am the governor of Florida. Uh, 
Nobody on Therefore, my staff told me I wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How dare they? It was their job. Uh, so, okay, so I had this this thought, like uh, to kind of get back to the Supreme Court and some of the harebrained decisions that they've had, made recently. How long do you think it'll be before they announce that either A, guns are people, or B, guns are speech? Um, oh, I think guns no, and speech are way before guns as people, but no, I don't no, think we're, we're forgetting. Happen. We're forgetting that guns have their own amendment. Yeah. Therefore, they have they are their own legal entity as gun. Gun yeah. is gun is legal. Gun live. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like <laughs> where's the amendment about women? Huh? Yeah. Yeah. See, oh, that's it's, why it's, they don't still, have rights. We're still waiting for two states to sign it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, no. like, you know, like you have to remember, right? When, when the, when the group of white men in the, in the 1770s wrote these documents, they didn't imply for all of these rights, which are inalienable to all human beings to actually apply to all human beings. They only implied them to, uh, they only intended for them to apply to white men. No, no, no. I figured it out. I figured it out. We can get gov- gun control. If we can get the, if we can convince them that guns are women, no, uh, the tried and true American method of getting gun control is putting a bunch of guns in the hands of black people. Yeah. Oh, and then you'll yes. then you get gun control overnight. Librarian. Obviously. So my my next uh, thing that I want to do now is I'm going to own a gun now, and I'm going to be a ventriloquist dummy. So the gun will speak for me. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> it's not me, it's the gun. <laughs> listen, listen to the you gun. See, if the ventriloquist dummy has a gun, then he's a Batman villain. So no, it's just a gun. <laughs> oh, but what if what if your gun puppet has a gun? Yeah, guns on guns. His name is Gunny. <laughs> Or do you like guns, so I gave your gun a gun so we can gun well at guns. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what that way I'll have a voice. <laughs> the gun has no, to but, wear but, like the, like, the Gilead hat. <laughs> like we 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 joke, but I I say this all the time about capitalism, right? When you live and operate in a broken system and you refuse to take advantage of the opportunities given to you in the broken system, despite knowing that it's a bad thing for everybody, it's really dumb. You're like, for lack of a better metaphor, you're shooting yourself in the foot. Don't do that. Operate within the system you've got. Be as successful as you can with the opportunities you're given while also working to dismantle the system. I think if if all quote-unquote left-wing woke mob protests are suddenly actively and openly armed. A lot of narratives change very quickly in this country. Mm-hmm. So what we can recognize is uh, women are second-class citizens at best in this country. Minorities, if, if they aren't already, will soon be codified as second-class citizens. The, the queer community will soon be uh, marginalized in the same way. Mm-hmm. But we can all go get guns. So why don't we just arm the hell out of each other as a show of force? Not, not as a way to bring violence to anybody, 
but as a way to demonstrate that we will not accept any further violence against us. Say they brought violence to us. Yeah, so yeah. we stop oh, it. We draw like, the line. The, yeah, the the only the only thing is like it's one thing if it's a bunch of right wing you know Trump jerk offs and they all have guns and then the police won't do anything. But if someone shows up capable of defending themselves, full on squat gear, the National Guard, every friggin' but, thing but they have is going to come artists, crashing artists. down on us. We've already seen the SWAT riot response to fully peaceful protests. Just look at what happened with Black Lives Matter. So That's instead fair. of it being a large crowd of victims to police violence, now the police know one in four has a gun. We got to watch our backs here. We got to be very careful now, right? I also want, I also suggest that somebody watch some video of like the Hong Kong protests from a couple of years back. Very they good. had some ingenious solutions to countering police uh, brutality there. They like some of, some of the things like when they launched the tear gas, that's when you break out the leaf blowers and you blow the tear gas right back at them. And they're not they, expecting had, they had it. the traffic cones and the water jugs. They had the gas masks. They had the bricks cemented to the floor, to the road, so trucks couldn't drive. Yeah, all of this is very good and very organized. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't think the United States is capable of that level of organization. Uh, uh, Canadian. So, first of all, I want to say that I, I don't like your idea. Of course I you think, don't. I think arming a bunch of people is a bad idea. However, if, if you imagine the result, which is a bunch of 20 to 40-something women armed to the teeth with assault rifles yeah. marching into the state capitol. Yeah it it's hard to see what happens with that right is there going to be a violent police response probably is it is it just going to be people standing there like when when the I mean, right if, wing if men all the cops in? if all the cops are like Uvalde, then they'll just hide outside and the women will get exactly what they want or or it, <laughs> the women are there smart enough be, to check the door are there counter protesters from White supremacists, white supremacists exactly. have a have a so, skin no, in this game. Before I they will escalate this to get the civil war. Thing. Oh, sorry. They would respond by dropping bombs on them. Well, that would that in itself would change society. Yeah, I don't. I don't think so. We have to remember, the police are not the military, are... and the military are not the police. No, no. We have to. It's a very important thing to keep a distinction on because. The police are local, they're municipal, which means that there is not one one universal policy on police response to anything. But again, the most important thing is, uh, just like 95% of Black Lives Matter protests, it must be a peaceful protest. Right. The point of guns is not to use them as a threat. It is meant to be a deterrent against violent action against the protest, right? Mm-hmm. The whole point of... The whole concept behind an armed populace is to prevent the police state. That's the idea, right? It's not about the federal level of, re- of revolution. The founding fathers didn't even think we'd have a unified federal government outside of like yeah. the exterior border and trade regulation, right? That was the whole point. So if See the that, idea is we have an armed yeah. populace specifically designed to organize uh, to protect the populace against an overreaching local government, Suddenly, the voice of the people matter. 
suddenly everyone hears that voice and they can't stop it. Yeah. Right. Like, like, and I, and I recognize that what, what it's an escalation to the wackos on the right, you know, we've already got people, but, but, but the thing is, right. You've already got mass shootings, uh, 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 manslaughter with vehicles in North Carolina. Uh, you, you, like the violence is already here. The question mm-hmm. is, do we continue to accept the violence or do we take measures to prevent the violence being enacted upon us? Yeah. yeah I mean, those are because good we questions. Can't, we can't like, who else is going to do it? The police clearly aren't going to do it. They instigate the riots. I, I, White supremacists I, are backed by the police. Yeah. No, I, I, I think it's a good question. I was going to make a joke though, when you asked it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> good. So it was like, the violence is already here. The question is, do you participate or not? Um, as opposed to what do we do about it anyway? Right, 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 right. So I do want to get to um, Ma- Max's a couple of questions for us here. Uh, we're talking about gun control. He wants to know what kind of gun control we want. We've 100%. Spent an hour, well, we've spent hours and hours discussing it. I think we've all agreed that the only way gun control in, in the United States in, in the 21st century could ever work is if all guns were abolished completely and everyone had to turn every firearm in, we'd be good. Well, um, I, I think that... that I agree with that. I think I think you can actually do something else, but I mean, there's it's, it's it's effectively the same thing. Right, right. Now, uh, I think with things that are somewhat approachable and reasonable, I think things like universal background checks, uh, uh, necessitating some form of a mental health check would be good. The red flag mm-hmm. law, red flag, uh, and red flag laws, which the state of Florida has, by the way. Yes. Uh, and also, I think mandatory waiting periods for all form of firearm purchase and firearm training before you can accept the gun. Well, yeah, I mean, that's, you know, if I were king for a day, everybody would have to sit. You, know, uh, you, you can make that a stipulation. It's right? free training. Yeah. You I mean, buy a gun, you get a certificate, go get trained, come back love, with it signed and pick up your gun. I love the Swiss, uh, the Swiss methodology, which is if you buy a firearm, you're buying it from the government to be yeah. a member of the active military. <laughs> Right. That's like in, in Switzerland, if you want to have a gun, cool, you're on call. <laughs> but, um, but, but that kind of, you add that into the background check. You can't sell a yeah. gun unless you're also giving the training certificate and you can't sure. buy a gun unless you show you're trained on it. Right. So, I mean, I, I feel the librarian I, is ready yeah, to jump ahead. out of the as they also add that you can't buy a gun if you have any, you know, domestic violence in your history. Yeah. I, I, my only hesitation there is how easy it is to manipulate that aspect of the system. Just saying, there's no, a lot no, no, of I, I between I, mass I, shooters. I and love mass- the sentiment. I love the sentiment. I don't disagree with it. I think if you well, are a person, I, because yes, I was going to say, I think, I think you can define what that means, right? I agree. I to agree. to a reasonable extent, I, I think it's a good sentiment, and we should just define what, yeah, what that means. Yeah, I, and it's, let's not right forget be a good thing. Let's not forget, comrade, um, if you legitimately believe that you're king for a day, there, there's, and my there's nothing to tell st- me otherwise. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> you, you, you can <laughs> grab them. It's their yeah. fault. <laughs> no, it's, 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 a, it's a wild thing. Um, I, I, I think that, you know, living in a country where there are more firearms than people, uh, including children, um, expecting to be the unarmed aspect of the population proportionally unarmed uh, not there's plenty of left-wing gun owners but 
disproportionately, it is the right wing that favors gun ownership. Uh, when things become some level of push to shove, the the armed population will win. Yeah, I, it scares I, me. I I think. I, as I say, I, I, I don't like your idea, but I think if you pull it off, it will, it will change things. If you have a thousand women with semi-automatic rifles and pistols and bandoliers marching down the street to the Capitol, it will change things. It Absolutely. will show Do that we get a fun those, too? Yes. those yeah, hell yeah. people, yeah, with Kevlar. We'll, we'll get you, we'll get you one of those pussy hats. <laughs> made it, made of Kevlar. <laughs> Kevlar um, pussy hat and it, our dresses. It, it <laughs> will show. It will show that. Although this is serious. This is this is a you know it will it will right. frighten people. That's my point. That's exactly yeah. the point. The point right. is is to is to show that you mean business. We're not here to wave some signs and and it, take some pictures for Facebook. We're here to make differences. There are there are videos up already of protests and of people in trucks driving through protesters. Um, right. And if they were armed, they would not do that. Exactly. I mean, like, I, I legitimately believe the riot police that instigated all of the violence during the Black Lives Matter protests would not have done so if they had known that the vast majority of those protesters were armed. Right. And there, there was a number of successful marches where the, the, the guys at the front and the guys at the back were openly carrying their rifles, not waving signs, not shouting, not 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 actively participating in the message of the protest, but they were there to show we are not be, we are not to be taken lightly. We are mm -hmm. not going to be brushed aside. And, and I think that works both for uh, the, the police state we find ourselves looking at and also for those counter protesters. I, I think if you see a large group of organized people with firearms looking at your, your, your stupid little Nazi rally in the corner, you're probably not going to stir up some shit. Because yeah. it's going to end badly for you, and, and and that's, I, I hate that this is the kind of discussion we have to have. Yeah, no, it, I it, hate it, that this is where we are. It it bothers me. U using violence bothers me, but I, I think but, I think the the it's not using violence; it's using right. the threat of yes. violence. Yes, it's it's the mutually assured destruction argument, right? Yeah. Like we both have the 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 capability of destroying each other utterly and instantly. Yeah. Would you like to start? The only the only problem with getting to the intersection of fuck around and find out is that <laughs> there are mutually assured destruction assumes that there are people on both sides that don't want to push the button. No, you're I mean, you're right in, in that, you know, this is a large crowd of individuals, right, where um, individuals can be smart but crowds are dumb mm -hmm. so you're getting... that that and the white supremacist mindset is that they want a second civil war no they this only want is that playing into their be... no, no, no no they only want that because they think that the other side doesn't have guns that's it they think yeah. it'll be a clean sweep easy breezy thing because nobody's going to fight back but if we demonstrate that the other side of the aisle is equally capable of putting out the same level of violence they desire, but we don't, we don't want to, but we can, it's going to be a much more difficult battle. Librarian. I, I feel like 
yes, it would be very striking if you had a all these women that are armed, but they will never be taken seriously. I don't know. I think a gun well, makes I people think, tend to listen. I think they would be. I, I really believe I, they would. I think misogyny is too strong and that they would just look at it as, oh, these women don't know what they're doing. They're just holding the gun. They don't know how to shoot it. Actually, I think I think there is another way instead of like sh- maybe in addition to showing up to the protests armed, we get a movement on social media where we have a bunch of left wing women proving their marksmanship on video. Like you just get a bunch of them going to gun ranges and just like bullseyeing, bullseyeing, bullseyeing. And I'm like, are you sure you want to fuck with this? And I'm yeah, so now we're F-bombs. getting really close to how the NRA operates. I was going to say, that's going to let's have bridge too <laughs> Uh, no, again, the point we've, the we've point already here, yeah. the point here is not to relish in the concept or or potential of it. The point mm-hmm. here is not to show off how cool we are because we like to LARP as as SWAT team. Right. The point is to show that you think you're big and bad because you've got guns. Well, so do we. That's the point. The point is to level the playing field, and and I can't. Growing up, I can tell you. Oh, you know, I I can't wait for the civil war to break out where I can just pick off the stu- the the damn commies from three hundred yards away with my rifle. That's a quote. Mm-hmm. That's a thing people say in earnest because mm-hmm. they believe that the the stupid lefties don't have guns and can't fight back. Yeah, and the difference is they have guns, but they actually have shot everyone. Unlike right. the conservatives that have guns that they don't know how to use. Exactly. Yeah, the, the conservatives are just LARPing. They're just live action role playing, being a badass. Like, and they've got they've Punisher. got they've you got didn't read the comics. <laughs> they've got fifty guns that they they've not. You're no fan of the Punisher. You don't know. You don't know. Yeah, you're not a real fan. Yeah. No, it's but that's the thing. Like, like I, I think that there there is merit to uh, a gun culture. Uh, but I think that what's happened, and, and, and honestly, you really like, I ask everyone listening to this, do some reading into the history of the NRA and how it's come to be what it is today. Because historically, uh, pre 1940-ish, like pre-World War II, uh, the NRA was an extension. Basically, they worked hand in hand with the federal government to help maintain some aspect of an effective militia amongst the people. The idea was the government would would give the NRA their retired firearms. The NRA would sell it to its members for very cheap and provide education on how to use the guns. Because we they uh, the, the the government found in World War One, I, I want to say that when we started drafting a bunch of city people, nobody knew how to fire anything, right? Like, oh no, the civil it was a civil war. The civil war demonstrated how effective it was to have an uh, an educated population of firearms like firearms users because the south started out very good because everybody with a rifle knew how to use it whereas the north had a bunch of people who never had guns before Uh, so there was a massive disparity in skill and because of that the nra was formed as a way to basically help the union (laughs) develop its military by training young people and how to use guns and and that's a you know that was a very interesting thing kind of in, in line with the the uh, the non-standing army militia style nation defense that that was originally envisioned and uh we've lost that <laughs> we've absolutely lost that because the nra became political uh and and that ruined everything um but it, it's a fascinating story i highly recommend you look into uh the, the actual history of the nra uh, uh pre-world war ii 
It, it's a fascinating story. Yeah. I was going to suggest, like, maybe instead of, you know, just ha- encouraging individuals on the left and, you know, liberals to get guns and show up to protests, we form a militia. Like, we do training and we have it well regulated as the Second Amendment actually intended. So, yeah. like, as a defense you know, have the training and like basically have a left wing equivalent of the NRA. And, <laughs> and we, we could, we could, um, we could be proud of it. We call them the proud girls. Oh boy. So yeah, that's going to get assassinated like, by the FBI. <laughs> we need to come up with a catchier name. Girl boss. I, 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 or the pussy willows. <laughs> or the pussy willows. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. No. Uh, well, I was gonna say like Stacked it would rats. be counterproductive to call it call it a pussy riot, but that's that's already taken. Yeah, that's yeah, taken. it's taken. Yeah. Plus, it doesn't send the right message. We don't want to riot. We want to uh, peaceful. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> pussy peace. No. No. Piece no. Of pussy. Pe- no. That's even worse. Peace of p e a c e. Peace for pussies. Peace for pussy. What pussy pieces because there's, like your piece is a gun. There. We just haven't found it. We, <laughs> we'll we, work on it. We'll we table it and we'll get back to we you. We haven't drunk enough tonight to come to the proper conclusion. No, we really haven't. Uh, <laughs> the piece the piece of pussy is pretty good. <laughs> no, 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 no. The piece de resistance. The piece de resistance. Yeah, but we've lost the pussy joke. There's no pussy in it. There's no pussy resistance. The, the, the pussy resistance is good. Pussy de resistance. The, the pussy de resistance. <laughs> oh, wow. Already. Um, <laughs> well, no, I wanted to bring up, you know, speaking of guns and things, I wanted to bring up a really fun thing. Uh, a Canadian news shared that I stumbled upon it myself as well. Um, Eric Greetens? Greetens? Uh, made a really fun political ad uh, earlier in this week. Uh, he is running for uh, some senator of Missouri, U.S. Senate. Yeah, he's running for U.S. Senate. He's a former governor of Missouri who got who oh, resigned. There we go. Yes, thank you. Uh, for, former disgrace. Marine, former governor. Uh, his ad opens with him walking down a nice green sidewalk, holding a shotgun, and talking about rhino hunting. Now, it's not the endangered animal you think it is. It is the Republicans in name only. In which he then has a group of men dressed as tactical marine units uh, doing a, a breach and enter uh, into an empty room. Uh, it's it's a, a door. They knock the door down. They throw the flashbang. They tactically enter. They sweep an empty room. They make it look cool. And in comes... The senator, the, the potential senator, still not holding a shotgun like anybody would, uh, <laughs> and standing in the middle of the doorway, like yeah, 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 looking all cool and stuff. Well, you know, it's it's a good thing that we swept the um, the room clean. Anyway, uh, just a just a real, real piece of shit. Uh, we're seeing this now as as kind of a more active thing, and this is this is kind of relevant to the topic we were just discussing. Um, they're not being subtle anymore about implying that we should just start killing the people we don't like uh the the conservatives Mm -hmm. um it's it's it became it started as as most things do in the modern republican party it started from the white supremacists 
who started actively pushing for open violence against those they hate. And it's seeped into the uh, the closeted white supremacists who are still running for office. Uh, it, it's atrocious. Excuse me. It's it's wildly inappropriate. And uh, it, it's a narrative that they will continue to grow and accelerate and will, uh, in the same way that the former president made racist people feel comfortable being openly racist, these messages will encourage people to take violence into their own hands. Be uh, openly violent. Yep, in increasingly and, greater numbers. And it's it's a very bad thing. Yeah. Oh, and apparently, according, according, to, uh, according to you, Canadian, he's an accused wife beater. Yeah. So that's, oh, yeah. yeah. Domestic he's violence. A, there a, we go. Get rid of his gun. Yeah. He's a, he's, <laughs> he's a, good, he's a good guy. The, the Venn diagram is a circle. Yeah, exactly. Yes. <laughs> uh, now, I do want to uh, uh, bring up a topic that I've seen come about a couple of times this week. Uh, sorry, Canadian, go ahead. I was just going to say that leads into well done's because well done to uh, one of his opponents that reported him to the FBI. Great. We'll do that. I have one last <laughs> thing I want to bring up to everybody because this yeah. is just the funniest thing I've seen all week um apparently there is a group of republicans who are gay who are yeah. very mad that they've been excluded from con- from conventions the, the, the Republican cabin republicans Party. yeah, yeah. <laughs> the quote is uh, our exclusion is quote not just narrow-minded but politically short-sighted like you idiots is this, is this a I surprise? love that you want to be conservative and also gay, but like, come on. <laughs> yeah. Do you do you not know they hate you? Yeah. What do you do? Oh, and also they're called the log cabin Republicans. Cabin Republicans. Yeah. yeah. You know, I've heard of the log cabin <laughs> Republicans, but I didn't know until that article came out what it actually meant. I thought it meant like old school Republicans, like oh, party right, of Lincoln, yeah, like they like lived ones. in a log cabin. <laughs> I mean, honestly, they probably have very traditional conservative views, you know, fiscal responsibility, uh, a small but, federal But government. why are you in the Republican Party still, unless you were, because, because they don't have those views anymore. No, they don't. Nobody does. It's insane. It's just like, so here, here we go, quote, it's clear that uh, inclusion wins, which makes the Texas Republican Party's leadership decision to exclude the Texas log cabin Republicans from their convention, not just narrow-minded, but politically short-sighted. Okay, but like narrow-minded and politically short-sighted is their whole brand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's funny until it happens to them. Right. So, I mean, I mean, the, the response is um, something to the effect of... Uh, uh, Duh. Uh, no, here we go. Here we go. The Texas GOP has recently discussed policy proposals that would push the party further to the right, including voting on a platform declaring homosexuality, quote, an abnormal lifestyle choice. And and there there's there's a gay Republican party that wants to be called a, a poor lifestyle choice. I just. Uh... So. So can I suggest that everybody go to Urban Dictionary and look up log cabin? Uh, I'm doing this now because I can... <laughs> I, I, wait, can I do a dramatic reading of this? Uh, there, there's like four or five definitions, but... Uh, Is um, this in any way similar to Cleveland Steamer Republicans? I, I don't know. Republic- okay, here we go. <laughs> That's dumb. <laughs> okay, here we go. My favorite, my favorite is... By far, uh, here's a dramatic reading of the Urban Dictionary's definition of 
log cabin. Your ass. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have to read the definition. So you, you go go down a bit, and uh, I, I'll do one. It's yeah, a cabin for logs. Log, log, log cabin. The go down a little bit more from the ass. The, the log cabin, a completely non-homo act of stripping your bros down, getting them rock hard, and building a Lincoln Logs-like cabin with your massive boners. Dude, it's totally not gay. What's wrong with the pile of erections? Nothing. No homo. So, so good. So good. Oh my god. Does that or, make a bundle of sticks, then? Yeah. It might. Or, it might. Yes. Oh my god. Uh, a log oh, cabin is when oh, a girl that, takes I don't, the maximum I, There are some of, of these I just don't want to read because they're very Amber Hurdy, and um, I'm nah. No. <laughs> <laughs> they shit the bed. They're the pile of boners. Nope right into well dones. They're uh, a pile of boner Republicans. Just remember that. That's right. No homo. I have um, a couple. So uh, Canadian, you mentioned. Uh, oh, I, it was a joke. Well done to I don't know who this opponent is, but there was a tweet around his tweet that said i've reported you to the fbi and it was his somebody running against him oh very good that's that's excellent also that tweet has since been flagged by twitter as a violation of their terms of service so right but they left it up because it is a political contest and you should be able to make up your own mind yeah i mean i i kind of i i kind of agree that leaving it up isn't the worst idea for like posterity i don't know it it like makes people do violent things i feel i feel like it should be hidden and it should have like like that facebook content filter thing where you got to say yes i want to see the content before because otherwise it just automatically plays i don't know uh thespian you had it well done yes um in light of the uh supreme court decision today to overturn uh roe v wade the walt disney company has announced that they will cover travel expenses for employees that need to go to another state to uh, seek their reproductive care. Um, And same with actually um, Dick's Sporting Goods. They also announced that they will pay up to $4,000 to their employees who might have to go to another state to to go camping. Yes. As as one might call it these days. On a, on a related note, apparently uh, you can go to the cast pharmacy at Epcot and they sell Plan B for $4. You oh, don't wow. have to be an employee of Disney to buy it. Cool. They last for two years. Stay safe. I've also been seeing a lot of posts on Facebook on resources on how to order and what to get online. Mm-hmm. Amazon does sell yes. one. Yes, they do. Yep. That it's, reminds me. I think it was yeah. $10. Uh, yep. Yeah. NPR did a, an excellent show a couple of, I guess, months now uh, ago, and they re-aired it. Uh, it was all about, like, the, the underground abortions at, of pre-Roe v. Wade and the advancement of technology and, like, what resources are available now in the event that Roe v. Wade is overturned. I need to, re- I need to share that. Mm-hmm. But that's yeah. There's the there's the auntie network and all that as well that's available. Mm-hmm. Um, I did have one more. I, quick I, well done. I also have a couple. Um, I have one. Uh, these are both rather sarcastic. I'll do one of them. We'll do yours. And we'll do mine. Okay. Uh, well done to Qatar hosting the World Cup. 
uh, who will enforce the sex ban on unmarried couples. <laughs> then what's the point? Good luck. <laughs> I, it's just good luck. I, I don't. I don't know how they plan to enforce that. They're going to be like kicking That's down the doors of Airbnb and Qatar. If I may, with my hot take on the World Cup being hosted by Qatar, uh, don't go. Yeah, don't go. It's a terrible country. They have slave labor building the facilities. Yep. Don't go. Don't give them yep. your money. Yep. There's don't, my don't, well, don't watch it. I might watch it. Um, I, my last well done is a very quick one. Um, uh, there is a Florida House representative um uh, local to uh, Orange County, and she um, hosted uh, an emergency rally uh, at one of the local theaters tonight. Um, and it started at five, and she shared a picture on her Instagram, and quite a few people showed up. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's uh, I'm I'm glad that there are people who are wanting to, you know, gather to try and see what what we can do. I, if there's a, if there's a March that I can go to, I will go to it. You know, I know it, it doesn't always feel like it's, um, doing anything, but I think it having, having the numbers support it, just it. It's a show of solidarity. Yeah, It's a show of the impact. It's a show of how many people actually give a shit, right? Like, librarian you were saying earlier like like the misogyny inherent in the system kind of denies women a voice i think these these protests these marches show that women do have a voice and they can't be ignored by the way it's half the damn population Mm -hmm. i well i'm I'm not trying to shout um okay yeah no uh uh, women women i'm here here i am a white man speaking for women (laughs) Uh, <laughs> Tread lightly. Yeah. No, what I, what I'm trying to get at is, is maybe just want to let them do it. Right, women don't need to be spoken for. You have a voice. You should use it. <laughs> I have been. I've been screaming into the void for six years. Does anyone else listen to women? Well done. Oh, I, I got one last voice. quick one here. Uh, oh, I have a sarcastic one. All right, good. All right, so Collins. And Manchin suggests they were misled by Kavanaugh and Gorsuch on Roe v. Wade. <laughs> so maybe they to which I say, oh, no God. shit. Yeah, yeah, that's an appropriate response. Mm-hmm. All right, I have another quick sarcastic well done as well. Um, a city employee somewhere in Japan has lost a USB thumb drive yeah. containing the personal details of every resident in the city. Mm. Someone's getting fired. What? First off, why does that exist? <laughs> uh, they they track people in China, in Japan, or Japan. It's Japan. Like, I, uh, wild. How's it all, all right. one flash drive? <laughs> I, I, I it's crazy to me. Old okay. databases can pack a lot of information without needing a whole lot of storage space i mean it's not like a video game yeah certainly all right well i think we're gonna wrap it up there uh this has been the one man revolution podcast as always we can be found anywhere fine podcasts can be found or shared or rated or downloaded or sold don't pay money for our show 
uh, we're on Spotify, Apple, uh, whatever podcatcher podcatcher you like to use. Uh, as always, if you don't want to deal with any of those, you can go to onemanrevolution.org, download the uh, high quality audio for free, and uh, join the conversation every Friday night, uh, roughly 8 p.m. Eastern time on facebook.com slash omrpodcast. Uh, I have been the comrade. I'm the Canadian. I'm the thespian. I'm the librarian. And I'm the artist. And until next time, stay fresh, cheese bags. <laughs> <laughs>